following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. And good morning, folks, and welcome to Keologus Crack here, November 16th. Thanks for joining us for another hour of Gaelic entertainment here. Yes. Brought to you by our friends at Guinness. Lovely day out there, isn't it? Beautiful, yeah. Oh my God, I didn't expect that. I know, and you just got back from a nice little... Uh, a little jaunt across the uh, sea. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. was that? How was that? Uh, it was very good. Yeah, it was busy, busy, uh, busy week. Got to see, uh, got to see my dad, but I, I didn't get to see the mammy. I was very disappointed. The mammy wouldn't make the trip. She to didn't Dublin. make the trip to Dublin. She was busy. She oh, said. Oh yes, she was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> You're probably happy your man was out of the house for a while anyway. Oh, she, I'd say she was. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Good she times. Sent, happy sent days. Yeah. Well, listen, our listeners will be blue in the face talking about all the events at City Hall today, so we won't dwell on it too much. We won't. But I'll, t- I'll gong tell you, show. you missed some week of entertainment down there. It's unbelievable. Gong show. And it's uh, it's hitting all the, the newscasts. It is, uh, yeah. In England and in Ireland. I was in both places. And uh, yeah, they're they're all talking about it. Oh, laughing. well, anyway. I can't believe it. Fierce entertainment altogether, Kenny. Toronto, the good. Maybe not some more, huh? Ah. Bit of an edge to the city now. It's all right. It's He's all losing right. all his power anyway. It looks like it. it He's looks lost like his it. radio show. <laughs> <laughs> We're at least holding on to ours. Oh, has he lost his radio show? I didn't yep. hear that part. Yeah. Oh, not surprised. Not that. surprised at that one. And uh, so we've got a few big things happening. The uh, congratulations to uh, Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane on their first win. How about that? Yeah. Uh, three nothing. I think they were handy opponents, so were they? They were very handy, but sure, look at That's a win good. to win, and the honeymoon phase extends another little <laughs> bit. The the interviews have been uh, fantastic. Uh, the the press they, they've been very good yeah, on on yeah. both um, TV and uh, and radio, and of course, obviously in print as well. Like, but yeah. it's just fantastic, very entertaining, both yeah. of them, and I think it's uh, it has uh, energized. Uh, oh, very good. The players and the country, and uh, it's all good. It's all good. Ireland are playing Australia today. Yeah, that's going Should to be, be an interesting match. one. Yeah, last yeah. time they played, now it was a it was yes. a good uh, good tilt in the World Cup. Yeah, Mr. Uh, O'Driscoll, who uh, earned his uh, doctorate this week, along with uh, former cyclist Sean Kelly. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they're both uh, both doctors now. Wow, so that's good. Uh, he's uh, it's his uh, 135th cap. So oh my uh, gosh, he's only. Uh, we, uh, Four short of the record. If we keep this high quality of Saturday morning entertainment going, I think you and I might be the next in line for some someone somewhere. <laughs> someone a somewhere doctor, has the power yeah. to make us doctors. Oh my and god! Then it's wor- it'd watch the out, world. It'd be the only way we get it anyway. <laughs> go go to our heads, so it would. Uh, yes, and uh, busy calendar. Lots of the hard to believe Christmas is only around the corner. Yeah, you love Christmas too. Don't love you? Christmas. My tree yeah. will be up probably. I'm today. surprised it's not up yet. I'll be up today. I was busy. That's the one thing I couldn't get over. I've uh, been back over home and, and as I mentioned in England as well, is uh, they were like last weekend, they had all their Christmas stuff up. Yeah. So uh, that's blowing me away. Now. Yeah. Very early, very early, but hey, early. It's a good get, season. I have to get into it. And uh, speaking of time flying, I was looking at the Globe and Mail this morning. Do you know that next weekend is. I said that's all you were doing was looking 50. at it. I read, I read a bit of it. <laughs> Go away. 50th anniversary of the assassination of JFK. Yeah. Half a century ago, yeah. he was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, they had lots going on in Ireland this year for that too. Good article about people still grieving yeah. 50 years later. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. 50 years. And um, speaking of, uh, I mean, uh, some of our listeners may, we may have referred to this in the past that... Um, the uh, Filipino community are in the show just before us. That's right. And um, they were, uh, I suppose, slightly uh, less um, bubbly today than mm. they usually are for very obvious reasons. So very we said, sad. we said uh, with respect that we would, um, you know, obviously mention to our listeners that uh, if uh, people want to contribute to the um, uh, the the effort to raise funds there for 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 the victims of the typhoon over there to uh, guide them to uh, UNICEF and World Vision and uh, Habitat for Humanity. humanity. So, you know, it'd be great to see. I know the Irish community are good at supporting themselves, but, um, you know, give what you can. And uh, apparently the Canadian government will match dollar for dollar 
every um, everything raised by the um, by the people of Canada. So, anyway, our thoughts go out to the Filipino community and those um, directly or even indirectly affected by it. Yes, so, indeed. Yeah, you know they very, would do the same. They them. would do the same thing for us. They sure would. They're uh, yeah, lovely folks. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And I see, um, just back on the sport front too, Dublin uh, GA unveiled their new jersey and yes. new sponsor this week. Yeah, so I wonder where the where is the where did the money where does the money go for that now into the know, Dublin huh? GA? None of the players will get get their hands in any of that. I don't think so. So I don't know. I that's, keep trying that's for to get, another show maybe. I keep trying to get Liam O'Neill on, and yeah. I've been sending him very very nice, flowery, appealing what I think are very appealing emails yeah. anyway. Do you He's want me not to take that over? All. Maybe you should take yeah. that on. Yeah, less of the flowery. <laughs> um, you want to get a bit more threatening, do you? Yeah, so, uh, come here. There was a few things happening in the community this week. You were down at the quiz show, yeah? I was at the quiz show. Chamber quiz. Chamber quiz was on, and um, also uh, Cormac Monahan announced just before the um, just before the uh, uh, the event that he has is no longer the president. Uh, Duran has retired. Duran has retired. He's still on the committee. Good. And Matthew Cotter has taken over the reins there. Was Congratulations good, to Matthew. Good, a good man there. So we'll get Matthew on the show at some stage soon yes. to, to, to brag about what uh, what he's going to do there for the year. But uh, tough uh, tough boots to fill. But uh, yeah, Dublin Auto did not win it this year. They oh, were third away. this year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Theresa Shandl and, and her team won, oh, won yeah. it. Yeah. It was a tough one. Yeah, was yeah. it? Yeah, I was there with uh, Kathy and Jane. Now, Kathy had to leave. She had a date, so she missed the last two rounds. She was working on a date on her BlackBerry for the first six rounds. Ah, come on. Then she eventually got it. So something came through for her. So the last two rounds, she left. She left you. Left you hanging. Left us hanging, yeah. Myself, and that's where it went down. Troy and Jane. No, actually, we, we got better when oh, she left, which is very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> now, she did get a few good good questions, but... Um, oh, no, we had good fun now. I bet. We were good probably... We did it in the announce beyond fourth, so I oh, think right. we were fifth. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think we were fifth. I missed oh, all the sports word. questions, though, Kenny. You Every single get, one of them. Didn't get any of them right. No. None of them. It's the only thing you know anything about. Well, I, I you know, it's interesting because when you go to those things, yeah. you think this is what you're good at. Yeah. But then a question out of nowhere, you come in and you're the only one who knows <laughs> it, right? So, brilliant, um, brilliant. Yeah, no, we good. Uh, it was a, it was a great night. It was packed, absolutely yeah. packed. Great, oh, that's very good. successful. Really good. Very successful evening. Good, and we have a busy show lined up today. We have uh, numerous guests calling in. Yes. Kitty Freely will be calling in. Yeah. Talk about uh, all things uh, Irish Person of the Year and yep. Grand Marshal and all those kinds of things. Yeah. And we have director Art O'Brien calling in. Yeah. He has directed a movie that's going to be showing at the European Union uh, Toronto Film Festival yeah. here. Fantastic. Which is great. It's all about Martin Hayes. So mm-hmm. we'll have a bit of music from Martin as well. And we'll also have Tom Conley calling in to tell us all about the Clear Gold. Three calls today. Unbelievable. Packed show. Well, listen, I, I it, it was on Facebook who the, the Grand Marshal is for the parade. It's out. We won't, well, we won't announce it. Did you post it, it on Facebook? I didn't post it. Somebody told me that it's there and oh, it's out. So we won't right. announce it. No. And if Kitty comes on and it's news to her, then we won't ruin it for the community. She but wouldn't come I into the show, uh, the show either. I don't she blame her. She's a bit her, nervous. What? Huh? Sitting in between uh, wait till, us. Wait till Jane and Kathy come in here. Oh. Like, it'll be a gong show. We Scones, have all we kinds of tricks ready for her. <laughs> Christmas cake. <laughs> Everything else. Oh, very good. All right. Well, we'll kick it off here with a bit of music um, uh, with uh, with the beer mats. And the first song we're going to play here is uh, is I Have to Leave, I Have to Go. And um, this was a request from a lady who listens to us from Bray in County Wicklow, believe it or not. Very Her name good. is Jenny Black. She has two sisters living here, Yvonne and Deirdre, and two brothers, Kevin and Jimmy. They're all Whelan's. And also her uncle Terry uh, Whelan and cousins Liam and Rosaline. Um, are, are Steve Whelan, no? No, I don't think so. Uh, she didn't mention him anyway. All right. But, uh, w- of course, would you mention him if you were related to him? <laughs> That's the question. I'm only joking, Steve. I wonder if Steve even listens, does he? Oh, I'd say he does. He's probably tuned in every week. Yeah, he will be now yes. when he hears that about those comments. Um, but anyway, here's the beer mats, and I have to leave. I have to go. No longer needed, I have to leave. It does no good for me to grieve Fat cats have all been fed And now I need to lay my head Bikes are packed and tickets bought Times are sad, times are fraught I won't cry or make a fuss Just hop on board that airport bus 
We have to leave, we have to go. No time for tears, no time for sorrow. Can't put it off until tomorrow. I got to leave, I got to go. The skills I've learned, I work and toil. We have to use on foreign soil. Will I come back? I don't know. But for certain, I have to go. We leave behind the ones I love. No longer hold, no longer hope. Next time I see them, I'll be on Skype and talk and talk throughout the night. I have to leave. I have to go. No time for tears, no time for sorrow. Can't put it off until tomorrow. I got to leave, I got to go. Pretend I'm happy, I'm doing good. As sadness boils in my blood, I give a smile and a wave. And think of all the love they gave. I have to leave. I have to go. No time for tears. No time for sorrow. And put it off until tomorrow. I got to leave. I got to go. I have to leave. I have to go. No time for tears. No time for sorrow. And put it off until tomorrow. I got to leave. I got to go. Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglin. Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabine can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. Right, well, it's that time of the show when the man in the nation's capital brings us all the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. How are you doing? Good morning, Mark and fellas. I'm doing great this morning. Great, beautiful-looking morning out there. little chilly, but it is November, And uh, but uh, here's hopefully some news that'll warm you or make you think anyway. Desmond Voy here with the news from Ireland for this week, and here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning... Of particular interest there to the Irish-Canadian community here in Toronto and elsewhere, if St. Brendan were coming to Ireland from Ireland to Newfoundland today, he'd probably be taking WestJet. The Calgary-based airline announced this week that its first transatlantic flights would commence with non-stop service from St. John's to Dublin starting in June 2014. The service will be seasonal, flying from June 15th to October 5th. 
Daily same aircraft flights will be offered from Toronto with one stopover, according to CBC News, with daily flights between Ottawa and St. John's connecting to Dublin. There will also be connecting flights to Dublin from Ottawa, Halifax, Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg and other cities. Air Canada already operates direct all-year flights to Dublin. Well, the Germans giveth and the Germans taketh away. In business news, it has been a crazy few days in Irish employment. On the same day that Germany's Deutsche Bank announced that it would be creating more than 700 new jobs in Dublin over the next four years as part of a major expansion, came word that the German-owned aircraft engine maintenance plant Lufthansa Technik Air Motive Ireland, employing 400 staff in Rathcool, County Dublin, is set to close. Deutsche Bank, meanwhile, said that it wants to create a regional hub and centre of excellence in Dublin. The bank already employs 330 Irish staff. The good news, bad news news cycle continued, first with word that British budget carrier FlyBE will cut 52 staff from its base at Belfast City Airport as part of wider cuts across the United Kingdom. At the same time in Dublin, Ryanair announced plans to create 300 new jobs and open nine new routes from Dublin and increase frequency on eight existing routes, bringing 700,000 more passengers through the airport every year. Ryanair Chief Executive Michael O'Leary said that the new jobs were partially thanks to the government scrapping the €3 travel tax. Well, in sports news, as coming out parties go, it ended in the best possible way with a major victory. New Republic of Ireland soccer manager Martin O'Neill and his assistant Roy Keane watched on at Aviva Stadium in Dublin last night as the boys in green beat Latvia 3-0. The news was not as rosy for the Red Hand squad, though, with Northern Ireland losing 1-0 against Turkey during a friendly game in the city of Adana. Well, as the lads are mentioning at the top of the show, great grief in the Filipino community, and the Filipino community in Ireland is reeling with stories of personal losses after the recent devastating typhoon which ripped through the Asian island nation. A Filipino chef who lives in Clondalk in Dublin, Jamie Casalan, spoke of his grief that 10 members of his family had been killed in the typhoon. To add to his misery, he is still awaiting word on other members of his family who are missing. His niece and her three children were drowned when they were swept away by floodwaters as they perched on the roof of their house. Meanwhile, Belfast resident Rick Lapouze lost his father, Rudy, when the mighty storm cut power to his life support machine. Adding to his distress was when Lapouze learned that he had missed his father's funeral. Rudy, age 79, was rushed to hospital four weeks ago with lung problems. His condition had stabilized, but he was reliant on a machine to help him breathe. He did not survive when the electricity was knocked out by a 20-foot wave. A Filipina nurse working in Belfast did have good news, however. Marianne Dai received a text message from a friend in the Philippines saying that her 60-year-old mother, Liliana Adrales, was all right. Well, three years to the month that Ireland sought a bailout from the International Monetary Fund and the European Central Bank, Ireland will exit the bailout next month without using a credit line. Taoiseach Andy Kenny said this week that he wanted to thank the Irish people for, quote, diligence and their commitment, and that his government will outline a new economic strategy. He told the Doyle this week that this was, quote, the right decision for Ireland. Finance Minister Michael Noonan travelled to both Brussels, Belgium this week to tell the European Union that no overdraft protection would be needed for the exit. He hastened to add that the move, quote, does not mean any windfall of cash and will not mean that our economic and financial challenges are over. He said he hoped to see a move from mass unemployment to full employment and from involuntary emigration to the return of thousands of people who had to leave to find work. Well, this week in Irish history, on November 15, 1985, the Anglo-Irish Agreement is signed by Taoiseach Dr. Garrett Fitzgerald and British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher at Hillsborough Castle, County Down. It gave Dublin an advisory role in Northern Affairs. On November 11, 1925, 1925 rather, Dublin-born playwright George Bernard Shaw wins the Nobel Prize for Literature. On November 10, 1730, writer, poet and physician Oliver Goldsmith is born in County Longford. He is best remembered for his poem, The Deserted Village, and the novel, The Villa of Wakefield. And another writer, Hugh Leonard, was born on November 9, 1926. His most famous plays were Da and A Life. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien, and Alex Young. So until next week, folks, Slán go foil. <laughs> Near Banbridge Town in the county down One morning last July 
Down the wild boreen came a sweet colleen And she smiled as she passed me by She looked so neat from her two bare feet To the sheen of her nut-brown hair Should the coaxing elf I had to shake myself To make sure I was standing there From Bantry Bay up to Derry Cay From Galway to Dublin town No maid I've seen like the sweet colleen That I met in the county down As she onwards bed, sure I shook my head And I gazed with a feeling queer And I said, says I, to a passerby Who's the maid with the nut-brown hair? Oh, he smiled at me, and with pride says he That's the gem of Ireland's crown She's young Rosie McCann from the banks of the band She's the star of the county down From Bantry Bay up to Derry Cay From Galway to Dublin town No maid I've seen like the sweet Colleen That I met in the county down She'd a soft brown eye and a look so sly And a smile like a rose in June And you crave each note from her lily-white throat As she lilted an Irish tune At the pattern dance you'd be held in trance As she tripped through a jig or reel When her eyes she'd roll, sure she'd lift your soul And your heart sure she'd like to steal From Bantry Bay up to Derry Cay, from Galway to Dublin town. No maid I've seen like the sweet Colleen that I met in the county down. But was never hit since my travelling days began But fair and square I surrendered there To the charms of young Rosie McCann With my heart to let sure no tenant yet Did I meet with the shawl or count But in she went and I asked no rent From the star of the county down From Bantry Bay up to Derry Cay From Galway to Dublin town No maid I've seen like the sweet Colleen That I met in the county down all right, there. That's one of the most popular uh, ladies in the uh, Irish community here. Good lass. In the music industry, Aideen O'Brien. I still have a crush on her. I saw her the other night. Did you? I did, yeah. She had the quiz. The star of the county. She was at the quiz. Um, anyway, the star of the county. Now, speaking of stars, oh. if there was a star in the Irish community, this would be one of lady, the brightest ones out for there. For sure. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was uh, back and forth with this lady during the week, and I was telling her that. Um, I was in Dublin taking care of my dad, a Mayo man. <laughs> and of course, Kitty is well used to taking care of a An Mayo expert. man or, of her own. And she said, <laughs> they take a lot of taking care of, don't they, Kitty? They sure do, Ken. So how are you doing this morning? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you and, and Mark, of course? Oh, oh, we're doing great. Good. Very good. Very we're disappointed good. you're not in the studio here with us, though. I know. I'm very disappointed that you didn't encourage me to come in. Ah, okay, well, oh, are here you are. No. <laughs> Don't be saying stories <laughs> like that. I think you were just afraid you wouldn't be um, able to keep up with the, the scones and the cakes we get yes. from our guests. Oh, really? <laughs> you think I wouldn't be able to handle the two uh, of you? Well, uh, you might have to prove it. Oh, I, prove th- it. I think I could do a good job on that. Well, yeah. tell you what, when, when uh, I know we're going to talk about something here today, but when we have a decision on this something we're going to talk about, I think that'd be a perfect opportunity for you to, 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 to demonstrate your product. Yes, yes, I think so. But I think you've got my decision a little mixed up. Uh, no, no, we, we're, we're used to uh, that's my fault now. Don't 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 blame Mark on that one. Now, I was I just got back, you see, and I'm, I'm my see. whole head. It doesn't know whether I'm in Ireland or I'm in Canada oh, or I what. Know. I know. It's but we do, do we do know, of course, that you're chairperson of the Irish person of the year. That's right. And sure didn't I have the pleasure of serving on your committee for a, a few years. I, I, t- I miss those nights, Kitty. Yes, it was oh, a real no. pleasure to have you on our committee. Yeah. So tell us all about it anyway. What's going on? Yes, well, I'd like to um, to uh, advise your listeners that the nominations for the 2014 Irish person of the year are now open. Wonderful. So we ask that nominations be submitted in writing stating the reason why you feel the person you nominate will qualify for this prestigious award. Now, nominations may be sent by email to irperson2014 at bell.net or by fax to 905-773-0359. Uh, 
I'll repeat that, irperson2014 at bell.net. Our fax number, 905-773-0359. Now, the deadline for receiving nominations is December the 31st. So when we receive all the nominations as of that cutoff date, they're presented to the committee, discussed and voted on based on a criteria that is followed. When the final decision is made, the results are made public in early to mid-January. So if, you, if there's anybody out there feel that someone should be considered for this great honour, please submit your nominations. And I would like to also thank everyone that has submitted nominations in the past and look forward to your valuable input for 2014. Thank you all very much. Oh, well, oh, that's done. great, Kitty. Well done indeed. And we'll post that information on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com, for you as well. That would be wonderful. And um, the luncheon uh, will be on March the 9th. Oh, excellent. And that will be held at the Hilton Hotel again. Lovely. Always a good venue and always a great day out. It is a great day, yes, a great luncheon. And uh, we look forward to seeing a big crowd there again this year. Oh, for sure. Next year. As usual, yourself and your committee do a, a superb job. And uh, is Eddie still on the committee? Eddie is still on the committee, yes. And Anne and, and Anne-Marie? Yes. And Lovely. And Cormac. And we have a newcomer this year, Angelo Moria. Oh, very so good. So we are... Doing very well. We've got a great committee and they're wonderful to work with and it's a pleasure. It's that stern leadership you have, you see, Kitty, right, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I don't think so, Ken. I think you you give me a, a pretty good run for it on many occasions. <laughs> very good. Very well, that's good. great, Kitty. Uh, wonderful. Thank you very much, guys, for yep. allowing me the time to be on the show and uh, we look forward to talking to you soon again. Oh, well, early in the first week of January, that'd be great if we could get you back on, Kitty, and yes. we have the big announcement. Yeah, we're always delighted to have you on and uh, say hello to Tom for us, won't I you? I sure will. Now, we didn't make a mistake about the Grand Marshal's ball, but I do or the Grand Marshal, but I do want to ask you, is the word out? Can we announce this? Not that I know of. Okay. Now, Alan Louth is the chair, yeah, so yeah, he'll Alan. be making that announcement. Yeah. I think the word is out, but I am dying, dying to tell everyone, but I don't oh think I should. Oh, my goodness. Can you not? Oh, no. I suppose I, I could. Could I? Of course you could. Oh, no, oh, don't blame me. No. I'm going to blame you. No. No, that's all <laughs> that's I needed. No, no, no. No. You didn't get any encouragement from me, okay? <laughs> all, right. all right. Okay, guys. Have a great weekend. You we'll too. Take care. Listeners, stay till the end of the show and we'll announce yes. it. That's how we'll keep them going, <laughs> Kitty. All right. Okay, God bless you. See you, Bye-bye. Wonderful. I have... I want to play a song here now. I get the sense Kitty likes you more than she likes me. Uh, she, Kitty doesn't pick favourites. Come on. Well, so I think she does a little bit. And I yeah. don't blame her because I, you always pick Kilkenny against Tipperary. And <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Tipperary. So, but uh, here's, a, here's something, uh, a song. It's a Mick Flavin song and it's called Someday You Love Me. Aha. Huh? That'll <laughs> get her. Lovely. All right. <laughs>
For 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. Ah, yes, well, there's a load of association nights happening mark and yep. christmas parties are coming up but we have a very special guest on the line tom Connolly is going to tell us all about the clare galway association night good morning tom good morning who's this ken this is ken yeah how are you tom very good ken thank you very much that's great so you have a big night coming up at the galway arms tell us all about it yes we have a big night coming up uh, ken that's correct uh it's once a year we have a fundraiser to sponsor a band for the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade. And we, uh, Claire and Galway, get together and have a great night out. And we have tonight, we have a lineup of uh, great stars, the Irish guys. Oh, yeah. Andy McLaren, Debbie Quigley. We have Irish soda bread, cakes, sandwiches, the lot. And all for a small amount of $10. Oh, that's a, wow. great, a bargain. Huh? <laughs> it's fantastic. We in should... this day and age. We should have had you come into the studio with some of them baked goods. <laughs> yeah, you get me, I will bring in some for you tomorrow. All right, good man. <laughs> so, Tom, which which are you? Are you Galway or Clare? I'm Galway, but I'm on the borders of Clare, Ken. I'm just over, I'm just over in a place called Kenvara, a small town. Oh, just yes. Just right in the borders of Clare, actually. We have, uh, I watched the All-Ireland in, uh, over in the bottom of the burn. My brother of mine is living over there. He's just right on the edge of Clare. Oh, big oh, big celebrations good. there, all right. Oh, it was fantastic, but it's a great opportunity tonight also for uh, for the Clare people to come out and celebrate the fantastic yeah. uh, win. Oh, without Especially a doubt. The second day, as you know, and it was it was a, it was a fantastic uh, and it was a fantastic game of hurling as well, of course. Absolutely, yes, indeed. And uh, are you are you are you matched up as well? It's Mark here, uh, Tom. Are you matched up as well in the parade? Oh, we are. We we march in the parade. Uh, we match we match up in the parade as well. You're right. Uh, this was a a brainchild of Eamon O'Loughlin. Oh. He came approached to the, the Galway Association a few years ago and said that uh, we were losing some numbers and uh, and both uh, both people and uh, he said we should uh, get together and uh, because as you know Eamon is just over from me uh, he uh, he was over from me rather in Ennis Diamond. That's right. So uh, that's how it came about and I mean. Uh, and just when I'm on it now, I'm thinking about him, and I'm, uh, I want to thank you guys for doing a fantastic job. He'd be very proud of you guys. I'm not sure he'd be that proud, to be honest. Yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks very much for those words, uh, Tom. We have a lot of fun doing it as well. And, um, you know, it was, uh, yeah, it is, uh, we, we, uh, we often say to each other, don't know how he did it by himself. Because it, it was just, it's just incredible. I, I could not uh, imagine doing this without Ken. Um, and I'm sure Ken could imagine doing it without me, but be more peaceful anyway. <laughs> less abuse, Tom. I'd be getting less abuse. And yeah, come on, no, Tom. No. The, the entertainment will be great tonight. I'd say, and will, will it be a chance for people to get up and do a bit of a sing song. Yes, a sing song, and also like uh, you get, a, as you know, the, the uh, it's a chance for everybody to come out and meet uh, their friends uh, once a year at least. Yes, you yeah. know, and have a have a pint and. Uh, 
relax and have a nice evening. Absolutely. Oh, great. great. And, it's, and it's all kicking off at what time tonight, Tom, it's at the Galway? It's kicking off around, uh, around 9 o'clock. Uh, you know, a little bit earlier, but maybe probably about probably 9 o'clock. And it'll go on until the uh, whatever time uh, we get thrown out. Ah, that's great. Great. And if people want more information, they can give you a, a call later on today, yeah? They can call here anytime, yeah, that's correct. I, mean, yeah, I think the number is on that, on that uh, 416-423-0753. Good man, Perfect. Tom. Good and man, we have Tom. that all on our website as well. So if folks missed that, you can go to SaturdayIrishRadio.com and, and catch the number there and all the information about the Clear Galway Association fundraiser tonight. Thank you very much again, guys. All, all right, Tom. Thanks a million. All the best. Have a great Bye. night. Thank all you, right. Bye. Good luck. Bye-bye. Well, we'll get her going here again with a, a little bit of music. And um, this is the, uh, the Irish Rovers, one of your favourite bands, Ken. Do you know, uh, when I first came here, I worked as the Unicorn. And that was a pub <laughs> owned by the Irish Rovers. It was, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's a uh, famous there. work. Yeah, worked up there for a... I'd say a lot of work was being done already, huh? yeah. Anyway, Good here's times. a song, um, hopefully, um, the folks from Clare and Galway and everybody who goes to the event tonight will be singing this tomorrow. They'll be saying, wasn't that a party? Could have been the whiskey, it might have been the gin, oh, but wasn't that a party? Could have been the whiskey. It might have been the gin. It could have been the three or four six bags. I don't know, but look at the mess I'm in. My head's like a football. I think I'm gonna die. Tell me, me, oh, me, oh, my. I wasn't at a party. Someone took a grapefruit, wore it like a hat. I saw someone under my kitchen table talking to my old Tom Cat. They were talking about a hockey. The Giants. The cat was talking back. Yeah. Along about then, everything went black. Wasn't at a party. Maybe just my memory playing tricks on me. But I think I saw my buddy cutting down my neighbor's tree. Could have been the whiskey. It might have been the gin. Could have been the three or four six packs, I don't know. But look at the mess I'm in, my head like a football. I think I'm gonna die. Tell me, me, oh, me, oh, mine. Wasn't at a party. Backseat blowing on a siren on somebody's police car. So you see, Your Honor, it was all in fun. A little bitty track me down on Main Street was just to see if the cops could run. They run us in the sea in an alcoholic haze. I sure can use those 30 days to recover from the party. It could have been the whiskey, it might have been the gin. Could have been the three or four six packs, I don't know. But look at the mess I'm in, my head's like a football. I think I'm gonna die. Tell me, me, oh, me, oh, my. Wasn't that a party? One more. It could have been the whiskey. It might have been the gin. It could have been the three or four six packs, I don't know. But look at the mess I'm in, my head's like a football. I think I'm gonna Oh my, wasn't that a party? Wasn't that a party? Oh, what party? Wasn't that a party? Elvis lives. Wasn't that a party? Wasn't that a party? Are you hungry, Elvis? Wasn't that a party? Oh, yeah. uh, very good. The Irish Rovers. You never met them when you were down at the. I did not. Did you? No, no they're no, never they there. Never showed up. They're smarter than that. All right, folks, well, a message from our friends at the Galway Arms. The Galway Arms is located at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke, and they invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. Why don't you drop in to see the Keane family or call 416 251 
or of course visit their website at www.galwayarms.ca Galway Arms is also the home of Gaelic Games always lots of events going on there uh, Della had sent me a message that she wanted me to announce this morning and uh, we were talking earlier about how time flies and um, she just wanted to let our listeners know that a mass will be offered for uh, for Tom for Tom Keane her husband on uh, November the 23rd at uh, 5.30pm and that's taking place at St. Joan of Arc Church at Bloor and Keel and that's the first anniversary of, uh, of Tom Keane's death. So that's next Saturday, November the 23rd at 5.30pm at St. Joan of Arc Church, St. Joan of Arc Church and that's at Bloor and Keel. All right. Well, as you know, the priests are coming back to Toronto. They're actually performing tonight at Roy Thompson Hall and I was in... Uh, and the hotel before I flew back and uh, a bunch of fellas from Sligo were coming in there and I met one of them. Actually, one of them is a cousin of Pat Quinn's, yep. Fergal Quinn, Kevin Quinn's son from Sligo. And he came in and we were having a laugh and a few chats and he said they were heading over to Newcastle on a stag. Oh. And he showed me a picture of himself and what they were all dressing up as. <laughs> the priests. They were dressing up as the priests and had a nice tie in here. <clears throat> Because they are coming to uh, Toronto tonight for one night only. Classical areas, traditional Irish songs and glorious hymns. The priests return to Toronto for one night only with special guest Patricia O'Callaghan. With a worldwide following and over a million CDs sold, the priests are among the most recognised and successful acts in both the religious and secular worlds. Ireland's most unlikely and delightful trio brings its multi-platinum act to town. Men of the cloth and long-time friends, the priests have been singing together since boarding school, but only began recording classical and sacred and Celtic offerings professionally in 2008. Since then, they've performed for the Pope and countless fans across the globe. Toronto soprano and solo star Patricia O'Callaghan joins them tonight as their special guest. That's The Priests, live at Roy Thompson Hall tonight at 8pm. Tickets are available at RoyThompson.com or call 416-872-4255. And we've got another set of tickets for that event they gave us they ponied up again they did if you want to go to the event tonight why don't you send me an email at ken at saturdayirishradio.com and tell us how many priests are in this group <laughs> that, a, a that is one. a tough one huh? yeah <laughs> tell you. maybe i should be did asking just come up with that now maybe, yeah maybe i should be asking how many priests were in the group that's going to newcastle <laughs> That might be a bit more cryptic, all right. Yes, all right. Uh, very we'll good. No, should be a, should be a good night. There's a lot going on in the town tonight. Now they're yep. competing for the dollars here in the town. This they is, are. It's a it's a competitive uh, competitive community today. All right, a bit of a Christy Moore song here. Now we're waiting for um, a guest to call in here from Ireland and might be having some technical difficulties. But we're going to go ahead over Christy Moore and uh, and the knock song. A thirty at me mother sent me west. Get up, says she, and get a job, says I, I'll do me best. I pulled on me Wellingtons to march to Kilchimak. I took a wrong turn in Charlestown and ended up in Knock. Once this quiet crossroads was a place of gentle prayer, where Catholics got indulgent once or twice a year. You could buy a pair of rosary beads or get your candles blessed. If you had a guilty conscience, you could get it off your chest. Then came the priest from Partree, Father Horden was his name. And since he's been appointed, luck has never been the same. Be God says Jem, tis eighty years since Mary was a doubt. Tis time for another miracle, and he blew the candle out. Up from Fatima to Bethlehem, from Lourdes to Kilchamuck. There's never been a miracle like the airport up in Knock. To establish terra firma, he drew up a ten-year plan and started running dances around 1961. He built a fantabulous church, me girls, upon the holy ground. And once he had a focal point, he started to expand. Chip shops and bed and breakfasts sprung up overnight. Once a place of quiet refuge, now a holy site. All sorts of fancy restaurants for every race and creed. 
were black and white and yellow pilgrims all could get a feed. Stalls once under canvas became religious supermats. With such a range of godly goods, they had to plenty charts. All the airport opposition was destroyed by gems from card. For centenary celebrations came John Paul Twenty-third, Off from Fatima to Bethlehem, from Lourdes to Kilchimach. There's never been a miracle like the airport up in Knock. We've had the Blessed Virgin here, Bulgemi did declare. And John Paul Twenty-third appeared just over there. Or do you mean to tell me he said in total shock that I am not entitled to an airport here knock? TDs were lobbied and harassed with talk of promised votes. And people who'd been loyal for years spoke of change in courts. Excommunication was threatened on the flock. Who said it was abortive building airports up a knock? Now everyone is happy that the miracle is complete. Gemser has his runway, it's 18,000 feet. All sorts of planes could land there, of that there's little doubt. Tis handy for the Yankees to keep the Russians out. Oh, from Fatima to Bethlehem, from Lords to Kilchimak. I've never seen a miracle like the airport up in Knock. Did Netta donate the door, the door, did Netta donate the door? Did Netta donate the door, me girls, did Netta donate the door? Did Netta donate the door, me boys, did Netta donate the door? 18,000 feet of runway, there's an awful long way to go, oh, oh. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Yes, folks, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for Saturday, November the 16th. Tomorrow, November the 17th, the Brampton Rebels GAA indoor season at the Brampton Soccer Centre will be hosting their final open house format where family and friends are invited to learn and play Gaelic football. The times are as follows. Boys and girls under 8 and under 10 at 3 p.m., under 12 and under 14 at 4 p.m., and under 16 and under 18 at 5 p.m. And there's a special announcement here. Global TV will be there to do a piece for the news on our sport. Hopefully folks can make it out and uh, show how well our sport is supported in this city. And they'll also want to be speaking to fans of the game. So get yourselves out to the Brampton Soccer Centre tomorrow for the GAA. Tonight, of course, we had Tom on. The Clear Galway Association annual fundraiser and pub night is on at the Galway Arms. Entertainment by the Irish boys, Eno O'Brien, Debbie Quigley, and there'll be raffles and prizes and home bacon. Give Tom or Maureen Conley a call at 416-223-0753. And as mentioned, the priests return to Toronto for one night only with special guest Patricia O'Callaghan. The priests live at Roy Thompson Hall tonight at 8pm. Tickets available at RoyThompson.com or call 416-872-4255. The County Curry Association is having the Curry Night on Saturday, November the 23rd, and that's also at the Galway Arms. The European Union Film Festival is up and running right now. It's happening until November the 27th, and it's going on at the Royal at 608 College Street. Not only are screens for this festival free, but it also showcases great films from each of the 28 member countries. You can check out eutorontofilmfest.ca. This year's Ireland entry will close the festival with the North American premiere of Natural Grace. That's an in-depth, intimate portrait of Martin Hayes, one of Ireland's greatest fiddlers and leading exponent of traditional Irish music. And of course, we're waiting on Art O'Brien to give us a shout here from Ireland so we can have a chat with him. That film will be shown on Wednesday, November the 27th at 6.30pm. The Irish-Canadian 9th Annual Wellington 5K Run and Walk event takes place on Sunday, November the 24th at 12 noon. The location is at Coxwell and Lakeshore on the boardwalk. You enter at Ashbridges Bay Park. The Bollard Cup is up for grabs. The Masters category, 35 and older, is dedicated to Mickey Hamill, who never missed this event since it started. Trophy for the winner will be donated by the Keane family of the Galway Arms after the race presentations at Muckish Irish Pub at 74 Hymas Road. Contact Jim O'Brien at 905-273-9879. 
The Ireland Fund of Canada Young Professionals are hosting the Irish Christmas Jumper Party on Thursday, December the 5th at the Rose and Crown Bar at Young in Eglinton. Doors are open from 7pm. Tickets are $20 and they can be bought at the door or from a member of the Ireland Fund of Canada Young Professionals. There'll be prizes for the three best Christmas jumpers and there'll be lots of food and Christmas crack there as well. So you can give those guys uh, a shout and get more information. Donegal are also having a pub night. It's happening on December the 7th at the Galway Arms, and this is to raise funds for their float for the St. Patrick's Day Parade. They'll have door prizes and raffle prizes all night. It all starts at 9pm, and you can give the folks a call. Give Pat Boyle a call at 905-823-4827. They'll be hoping that all the Donegal people and their friends come out for that night. Gather together our winters of old, a celebration of Christian and pagan traditions through song. This is all presented by the Irish Choral Society of Canada, and that's happening on Saturday, December the 14th at 7.30pm. That's at the Ada Slay Hall, Daniel Spectrum, 585 Dundas Street East in Toronto. Tickets are $25 for adults, $20 for seniors, $10 for children, 12 and under. You can purchase tickets at 416-759-2124 or give them an email at info at irishchoralsociety.com. Rose Bolton will be on the fiddle, Jacob McCauley will be on the Bowron, and there'll be a silent auction that night. Friday, December the 13th, don't let the December the 13th throw you off, but the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce Christmas Party will be held at P.G. O'Brien's. Come early and stay late. It's always a great night and a good night to introduce yourself to Matthew Cotter, the new Uchtaran there at the Chamber. Also, the Leash Offley Association are having their pub night. Mark, you'll be down at that, I'm sure. Their pub night's happening at the Galway Arms, December the 14th. They're trying to get back into the parade, so they're asking all members and friends to support them, and they look forward to seeing you on the night. That's all starting at 9pm. There'll be door and raffle prices galore. For more information, contact Jansen Wallace at 647-201-4561 or Michael Thornton, 416-797-3905. For more information on all these events, folks, you can go to the Guinness Community Calendar of Events at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. Very good. Lots going on there, Ken. Good job. It's a Come busy, busy community, Mark, as always. Yep. I'm thinking that that um, I'm thinking that that um, Leash Offaly event now is going to be one of the best things on the calendar. Yeah, you'll be down with that. Maybe throw an old song in there too. I it? don't know now. I'll have no? to uh, check my schedule out. Yeah. Thanks for putting me on the spot. Is yeah. there a Sligo one at all? Or no, 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 we don't have an association here. Oh, all right. Sorry, um, we're trying to line up a song here and um, it's not on my list here beside me, but it's the Kilfenora jig there because we were supposed to have uh, Art O'Brien call in here from Ireland and um, we got some communication that he's having some difficulty getting through. So is I don't this know what's uh, going on here typical now. of O'Brien's? You'd know, like you know, that you know you made misdates and times. <laughs> and <laughs> I have been known to make a few mistakes <laughs> along the way. There's no doubt about it. I bet he'll call in next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, you know a little bit about uh, you know you know a little bit about uh, Martin Hayes. You were in Fecal there. Yes. And he's from a place called Mahara, which is not far from Fecal at all. Just around there, yeah. And uh, I watched that documentary. Documentary. It's good, I, isn't it? I, I did. It was very good. And uh, they finish at the end with a marvellous piece with yep. the, uh, himself and the RTE Concert Orchestra. And I couldn't find it anywhere, but I'm going to try to find it because it was very, very nice piece of music. But here's more of a solo effort from him, uh, which is kind of a trinity of uh, a trinity of pieces, which is the Lark's March, uh, Kilfenora Jig oh, and yeah, the Cliffs great. of Moher. And here...
highlight the incredibly talented uh, Martin Hayes there, all the way from Mahara. He makes his home now in um, in Connecticut. Yes, uh, yeah, for the last no doubt 23 about years. Uh, but talk about making an instrument come alive. He's oh, an incredibly yeah. talented, uh, an incredibly talented man. So and recognised all around the world. You see in that documentary, the lads from yeah. Japan coming yeah, in and come to the house and have cups of tea and. Yeah, and he uh, mentions Peppers, uh, which is right there in Fecal. Uh, I spent a couple of nights in there. Great, great spot for traditional Irish music. No yeah. doubt about it. Good and man. The documentary is called Natural Grace uh, Irish Music and Martin Hayes, and it was the winner of the Best Irish Feature Documentary. And it uh, is closing out the European Union Film Festival. Yes, yes, and, indeed. Uh, it's a pity Art couldn't talk to us, but we'll, we'll might try get to him get, on next week. Yes, we'll give it yeah. a lash. Give it a lash again. He um, sounds like a very interesting fella to. And a very interesting fella to chat to. So I think see that's it. about... Uh, yeah, one, just, one. I was just going to say, you see on the golfing front there, McDowell now has dropped back a little bit to be the European number one. It looks like Stenson's pulling well ahead. He had another great round today. Mm. So he could be the first man, Mr. Stenson that is, to win the Race to Dubai and the European Tour title. Oh, is that uh, right? Yeah, sorry, yeah. The, uh, not the oh, the Race to Dubai, race oh, Dubai the, and the FedEx, the FedEx Cup, oh, I should say. Oh, that's very yeah. interesting. I hope McDowell, he does it. Uh, McDowell and Justin Rose are the only two that can get in his way. Wow. So they're they're a little bit back. And uh, there was a good one that if uh, I was reading when I was over there, that uh, Poulter and Stenson have another side bet that if Poulter beats him this yeah. weekend, yeah. Stenson can still come in second and, and win yeah, yeah, both, yeah, right? Yeah. But if Poulter beats him, Stenson has to be his servant for the day. <laughs> so good back oh, between no. the two of them. I also heard I heard a great interview. We're going to try to get Shane Lowry on. Someday. Yeah, that's that's my goal now is to get he him on. Pointing round today now. But seventy four. Oh, did he? Yeah. But um, he he was he was telling a story. I heard him interviewed on the radio uh, in Ireland. He was telling a story about when he won the Irish Open. Yeah. Um, uh, he beat Robert Rock in a playoff, and of course he got no money because he was an amateur. Right. Robert Rock got six hundred thousand nice. euro. And he was in Portugal and he was at an ATM and he was behind Robert Rock. And he said, surely some of that has to be mine. <laughs> was, Very good. That was good. A good story. If you get him on, he looks like he has some good stories. Great. Anyway, folks, that's a wrap for this week. Uh, look forward to uh, see. Look forward to chatting to you again next week. And we're going to go out here with the Dublin City Ramblers and uh, a piece of music that was written by uh, Rush. And it's called The Crack Was 90. Slán. For the crack was mighty in the Isle of Man Come on! Weren't we the hurdles stuck Spent even getting lost In the ace of hearts From the bastards who were in Cajun Over the butt bridge tell me the duck The boat she sails at five us luck Ha hurry on Set work up before But they will all be back I carry him if you can For the crack was mighty in the Isle of Man before we reached the Alexander base A hell of a ding-dong we did raise In the part of the ship Had great sport as the boat She sailed out from the ports Landed up in Douglas Head Acquired ink for the vacant bed To the dining room got shown By a decent-looking woman Say, lads, eight ads if you can Well, the crack was mighty in the Isle of Man Next morning went for a ramble round Saw the sights of Douglas Town Ended up in a mighty session And a property called Dick Darby's We all got to run by half past three To sober up with swimming in the sea Back to the digs for spruce upon wine Waiting for the rosy Programming for our Irish community Can be heard every Saturday from 11am to noon <laughs>